0: It's time again for the TCU Food Bank's Taking Care of You podcast. I'm your host, Spud McConnell, and we're going to talk about how you can help feed the hungry and the homeless down in South Louisiana. So let's chew the fat, huh? Now make la vie, as the Cajuns say on the TCU Food Bank's Taking Care of You podcast. All right, we're talking to uh, John Rogers here, who is the area manager. I had to ask him that because I was going to go pray. what What is your, I mean, everybody's got a different title, but you're the area manager of B1 Bank here. And I'm, I'm, I drive around, it's got to be four or five branches, you know, everywhere. I see. Right,
1: and terrebonne Lafouche has six branches, but the bank in whole has around 55 uh, branches throughout Louisiana and Texas.
0: Well, and, I mean, I live in Metairie, and there's one already on Metairie Road. And they're going to build another one a mile or half a mile down the road on Metairie Road. So I don't know if they're going to close that one or what.
1: No, 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 keep them both open. Keep them both well, open. Well,
0: I mean... It's a good
1: thing. It's, it's a, a good thing.
0: thing. Well, I mean, well, first off, uh, thanks. John is here. Um, he brought a bunch of volunteers from the bank to uh, help us prep because it's the day before uh, Thanksgiving as uh, as we're recording this. We're about to do our biggest distribution of the year. And so y'all helping us bag up and box up a bunch of stuff so we'll be ready. Uh, so we got all these... these uh these baking hens I was able to acquire nobody could get turkeys nobody could get turkeys but uh anyway so so thank you for that and also thank you for uh for making it possible for a hand these things out B1 Bank and the employees of B1 Bank chipped in and made it possible for for us to buy all these uh, all these hens that we're passing out so yeah. thank you
1: it's a great uh tradition that the bank does is that the employees are able to wear blue jeans on Friday Mm -hmm. but they pay five dollars to wear it (laughs) so so they don't mind doing it at all so we took the funds from that five dollars the bank matches the five dollars and we were able to buy a pallet of chickens for you guys and and then they was truly excited about doing that very very excited about doing it
0: well you know what um i've done a lot of a lot of uh fundraisers uh especially when i was on the radio uh people would would hire and hire the play the kingfish mm-hmm. and I'd come in and do the show and we would do the show for the absolute minimum it cost for us to do it you know the rights and the paying of the the staff and I took a nominal fee and then they would they would sell tickets and we did it for I don't know how many 8 or nine, ten, over the 30 years I did that show I mean some people charged 50 dollars a ticket back back when you know Broadway wasn't even 50 bucks a ticket right. you know but uh, so I, I'm I'm used to doing fundraisers, but I'm not used to this. I've only been at the food bank here for a year and it's an entirely different feeling and it's an entirely different attitude and an entirely different way of looking at stuff. Because now, instead of just doing a fundraiser and, oh, it's great and everybody's drinking champagne, you're face-to-face with the people who are actually benefiting from these efforts.
1: Well, the the need of the food bank, um, they do such a good job here in Houma, Terrebonne, la Terrebonne. Churches United Food Bank, and that they are always available. They've helped, my wife's a school teacher, uh, or she's a retired school teacher, but she's been helping with with children who don't have a a meal for the weekend. The food bank came up, and they were able to make bags for Mm -hmm. them, and they could bring the bags out on Fridays for them, so they had something for the weekend. The food bank is here when there's disasters. The food bank is here for um, everybody. Um, and what I mean everybody, everybody in need, but everybody who wants to volunteer in the community. Yeah. You know, I think that's so important. Well, we have people
0: who are beneficiaries of what we do who also come and volunteer. That's you beautiful. know, and I mean and they may show up one day a month, but they come one day a month, you know, and they and they help us put the the boxes or the snack bags or the homeless bags or the day bags we give out. You know, and you're talking about uh, in emergencies, I mean, I don't know how many people know this, but CCU Food Bank is embedded in the emergency operations center and in the sheriff's office. Uh, So It
1: it was cool. Before hurricane season this year, uh, I brought about 10 employees from the bank and we made the disaster kits for all the first responders mm-hmm. if we were gonna have a hurricane. Thank God we didn't have a hurricane no. this year, but they brought them to the bunkhouse and they brought them to the different organizations so they didn't go to waste. No,
0: and then the just thing waste. of it is too, we also like, we leave a bunch with the sheriff. And so, well, and not at all. They don't have them right now because I went over there and scooped them up <laughs> and go, okay, the homeless are here. The, that another hurricane hit Florida. So we pack up and send a bunch. I mean, we sent just the TCU food bank. We didn't bring it all there. Uh, we We gave a bunch of stuff to uh to uh, Catholic charities they were putting a fifty three footer together to go over there but the t c u food bank sent almost thirty thousand pounds of food and toiletries and and one of the biggest things
1: that everybody appreciated was those day bags that you guys helped put together right yeah it was again it was great it was fun it's we it's camaraderie we brought brought all the employees together. We had fun doing it. We mm-hmm. laughed. We giggled. We had a good lunch, you know, and it was just a great. I know fulfilling. we were promised
0: to pick some. Go ask y'all what do you want and go. Now
1: nah, we already ordered lunch. We're you're going <laughs> over to A yeah, Bass right, and uh, yeah. we're gonna pick out over there. Yeah,
0: good gumbo. Good gumbo. That chicken and sausage gumbo it's is good.
1: It is good. I'm,
0: I mean, I've I've never I've never ordered it, but Lawrence, I was over there with him and and uh, some a muckety- I don't want to say who we were I with. It was a muckety muck though, and uh, you know I had the shrimp. Dumbo, and it was good. I've had their shrimp stew. But I'm looking how dark that roux was, right. boy.
1: That's all homemade, too. Yeah. That's good, good so, stuff. Yeah.
0: The next time I go back over there, it's going to be that.
1: But something I'd like to you know, challenge some companies to do is the what B1 Bank does, uh, I'm in charge of the B1 community across the whole bank. And the B1 community, the bank will actually let every employee, we have over 700 employees, they'll let them go volunteer 16 hours a year and pay them, Monday to Friday, get away from that job. And I would challenge a lot of the banks and other organizations out there to do the same. Because, I mean, the more we give back to the community, every organization in, in the, in the um, Terrebonne Lafourche Parish, or in the state, wherever, if we keep giving back, we can have a better community.
0: Well, the thing of it is, we rely... A lot on volunteers to come. So when, when you guys, when you show up mm-hmm. and you got that whole gang with you, and y'all are like worker bees, man. It's just no, no stopping you. Bing bang bing bang. You got you. what do you need me to do? You take about five minutes to figure out how you're gonna do it, and then you you're knocking it out like Matt Dillon. But you're right. Uh we we need volunteers. Everybody could use some, but we feed, we're gonna feed 30. 2,000, pushing 33,000 people this year. Two years ago, we've had 21,000. So yeah, it's it's amazing. going up. It really is. And volunteers make a, a huge difference. I did not know that the company did that, that you actually pay them 16. I, I, I had no idea. I yeah. thought you just went, all right, uh, who wants to go volunteer? And um, uh, you get a free bag of M&Ms on the way out the door. No, we've,
1: like we've got a goal that every employee, 700-something employees, will volunteer in the community each year. Um, we have a um, even a drawing. So whoever gets their 16 hours of volunteer in, in the community, they actually go into a drawing for a special prize at the end of the year. Oh. So it's something that's huge that comes from the top down from Jude Mel, um, Melville, the yeah. president, to you know to, to everybody. Everybody's involved in it
0: in the next segment i want to talk with you more about the banking business and jude uh, because you hooked me up with an interview with him it was awesome it was awesome, and and he wants to talk more but it's like we can't make our schedules (laughs) mesh but i will corner him again we're going to talk about cryptocurrency but uh the volunteer efforts that you guys do i mean
1: how old is B One Bank? It's not that. It's not really that old. Well, B One Bank's twenty something years old. Really? Yeah, they were out, well, out of Baton Rouge. They were business first bank before. That must uh, be the B One, right? And that's why. So they weren't was. really like you know. A, a, at the beginning, they focused on criteria. business. yeah. And the, and but now we have broadened out our, our um, customer base. Um, we miss almost every major city in Louisiana, and um, it's been a great, great uh, partnership um, for for the community. It really has been.
0: Well, I mean, you know, where I grew up in Gonzales, there was the Bank of Gonzales, and that was pretty much it. And uh, you know, then then it, it expanded a little bit, and then other banks, and then somebody bought out the Bank of Gonzales, and then there's a Regions Bank and another bank, and then B1's right there in Baton Rouge. Uh, you know, it's my wife is is constantly lamenting where we live on Metairie Road I and mean, the whole Metairie area. Every time somebody gets torn down, it's either going to be a bank or a drug store, or maybe another auto parts store. I was going like, you know, how many how many people can banks and drug stores employ, you know?
1: But the thing of it is working, I mean, you can make a really good career for yourself at B one Bank. Well, at, you know, the, the banking side, when you, the average customer walks into a bank, you see seven or eight employees. But beyond the scenes, behind the scenes, it's amazing the network of people that are there. From IT, I mean, it's, it's a great career because we've got IT people, we've got marketing people, we've got accountants, we have CPAs, we've got tellers, we've got lenders, we got branch managers, we've got security. So there is, we have audit. Um, there's so many different um, roadways mm-hmm. in banking. Uh, we just went to a, um, a, a a career fair and there's so many hats that you can wear in banking. It's amazing. And on... You know, right now, probably 25% of our workforce is working from home on a, on a daily basis. Is
0: think, that is that a, a holdover from uh, COVID or y'all did that kind of anyway?
1: We figured it out that COVID would allow these people to work from home. It allowed us to free up some workspace for other things, mm-hmm. as well as getting out of, of paying some rent for some other places. So it's, oh, been, it's so, been a win-win situation yeah, for the for the industry at home. I was reading articles
0: uh, during COVID where a lot of people worked from home, you know, like in New York, like a big law firm, and they'd have an entire floor of an office building. They, they pay a million dollars a year, or something like that, just to rent the space. And they learned that, yeah, like, you know, you come in once a week and do your depositions and such, and the rest is working from home. Mm-hmm. But then some of these buildings, I, I, I don't know for sure, but you know, some of them were kind of going, our rent's gonna have to go
1: up because we ain't making no money. Right. So, so, but you guys figured that out on your own. We figured you out no, yeah. no, it out No, No, we showed that we, the bank never closed one day during COVID never closed. We didn't either. Yeah, And uh we were there for good things and bad things. So we were there for everybody. Well, when we come back, we're going to talk more about B1
0: bank and John Rogers and the area manager here for, uh, for Terrebonne and Lafourche for B1 bank. And I want to just touch on what people should be on the lookout for in, in the uh, next year coming with, uh, when it comes to banking back with more on the, uh, The TCU podcast right after this. Spot here for ABC Title. Take your CDL license to our memory office for your real ID upgrades, CDL downgrades, medical updates, renewals, you name it, and they'll do it scary fast. Go to scaryfast.com to get started. doesn't sound too good you better start filling sandbags oh wait you don't have to do that anymore because you have the home team advantage you called home team elevation at 504-301-1222 and you got your home lifted above the flood no more worries for you what about your mama's house or your uncles or your brothers home team is ready to lift their spirits even higher than your home get the home team advantage by calling 504 301 or go to hometeamelevation.com but here, ABC Title can do 95% of what the DMV can do. Don't need an appointment. Average wait times only seven minutes. We are scary fast. ABC Title is a locally owned public tag agency who's been serving you for 30 years. Your driver's license, your real ID, your title, your registration—we do it all, and we do it scary fast. Some locations even open on Saturday. To find an ABC Title office nearest you, go to Scaryfast.com and leave a message when you call, because we'd return calls scary fast too. And we're back talking to John Rogers, the area manager for B1 Bank here in Terrebonne and Lafourche Parish. Um, we're going to talk about banking. Let's talk about you for a second. How How'd you get into banking? I mean, my brother did banking, and then after a while he just went, I can't do this no more, man. Well,
1: about 17 years ago, I was the general manager for a company called MobileTel. Uh, oh, MobileTel.
0: I used to do the commercials for
1: right. And uh, MobileTel was uh, sold to a company called AllTel out of Little Rock, Arkansas. And I did not have, have a job at that point. So I was on the chamber board with Mark Fulce and Mark said, what's gonna to happen to you with acquisition? I said, I won't have a job. He said, well, come see me at the bank. I said, Mark, I don't know banking. He said, but no, you know people and you will be able to learn this extremely quickly. And 17 years later, it's been a great ride. It has been a great ride. We were Coastal Bank. Um, Coastal Bank bought some other banks, and we changed our name to Pedestal Bank. And then about three years ago, uh, B1 Bank purchased us. And uh, now we're B1 Bank, and it's been extremely good. Um, Our president here in this local area is Chip Uso, great guy, Mm. been here in the banking industry all his life.
0: Well, I mean, when when they purchased all those banks, though, I mean, since b1 focused on business first that's where b1 came from i mean what happened to the to the personal checking accounts of people of the banks that were bought i mean they were still there oh, they or were they... Still,
1: right they were still there when b1 <clears throat> business first bank um, changed its mindset yeah, we we we're going to we're focusing on business but we need a consumer side. All of our business people have consumers. They have mothers and they have yeah. children. So basically, we went to the consumer, right? And we changed our name to business first, uh, B1 Bank. Uh, Why we B1 Bank? We're consumer, we're commercial, we're investments. Well, and uh, plus the
0: business also don't have, uh, have employees. Exactly. So they all have to have a checking account. You know?
1: Exactly. So um, the, the banking industry for me has been all about trust of people. If people trust you, yeah, that's, they tr- will
0: bank with you. Trust is a very, very strange yeah. thing. I mean, like uh, some of the some of the huge national nationwide banks, which whose names I won't mention, uh, they, they all of a sudden, you know, just <clears throat> decide to quit doing things or decide to charge you. I remember when I lived in New York back in the '90s. I was doing the Kingfish up there in the early '90s, and and it's like they did. You had to pay a fee to go talk to a teller. They wanted you to use your bank card, but then you put your bank card in and you had to pay a fee for that. I'm going, I, I, I almost went to my producers when I was doing the play and just to go, you know what, <laughs> go buy some Krugerrands and pay me like that, you know, not that I'd get a lot of <laughs> right. them, but you know, give me, give me a Krugerrand instead of me having to go deal with this. And I was going, this is just, you know, what kind of, what kind of service is this? I don't trust you to do anything. You think more about yourself than you do of me. And I understand you got a business to run, you got to make a profit, but you don't have to make all of it off of me. Right. So uh,
1: it's, you know, what's really cool about B1 is that they are letting their market presidents manage their market. They know who they are. We still have a president here. We still have a um, myself, area manager. We still have lenders. We still have branch managers. We're not floating in and floating out. We here every day, we live here every day, mm-hmm. and we're involved in our community because you know the way people think
0: that's correct. Right. i mean you're
1: from here right i'm from here and again you your customers from here want to be able to make a phone call and talk to somebody here yeah they don't want to talk to somebody in new york they don't want to talk to somebody in Chicago. they don't want to talk to somebody overseas they yeah. want to talk to somebody here and we even give our cell numbers out but yeah you know,
0: i know i got you know what when i pay my mortgage i mean um i i, I i'll pay it online but i prefer to go in and give them a check. And touch the You market. know, how you doing? Good to see you. What you got to, what's going to be
1: on your Thanksgiving table? Here's my check for the month right. type of deal. I'm telling you, some of the most people come to the bank on a weekly basis. Some come on a daily basis. Some come on a monthly basis. But the relationship that these customers make with that teller. Yeah. The tellers are the face of the bank. They deal with people every day and they become friends. And yeah. That's what it's all about.
0: Well, I've got a branch of my bank over here. And, uh, I mean, I was sitting there going, away. I got to hurry to get home on Friday before the bank closes. The could do no, I don't. You got to go in right there. And about the a third time I went to that bank, they're calling me by my name. I don't have to pull out my ID no more. So, but I like doing that. You know, I like going face to face. I like to talk to people. Look at me right now. That's right. All right. Let's talk banking. Uh, you hooked me up with, uh, with your boy Jude and, um, uh, The uh, overall muckety-muck of B1 Bank. And we talked about several things and how he he is not on the Fed, but he does advise the Fed about different things. And he and I were supposed to get together and talk about cryptocurrency, uh, but we just never could get our schedules to mesh for me to go, you know, he travels a lot. Right. He's he's, he's a muckety-one and they do travel. But when this FTX stuff just happened, and when, I mean, when all this Bitcoin and all the rest of this stuff came out, I'm going, well, what's... Who's backing this? I mean, I can go buy uh, a nineteen, you know, seventy-five silver dollar, you know, that I got to probably pay hundred and fifty bucks for. But if all goes to hell, it's still worth a buck, right. you know. Uh, what is a Bitcoin? What is that? It's made up. It's it's
1: like it's it's an it's a it's a nothing. It's a it's a guess, you know. Well, it's a guess that people have spent a lot of money on. People have lost a lot of money. People have made a lot of money. So it's something that is still up in the air. They're selling, but that's just it. 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 They're selling air. Right. They're selling an idea that it
0: can't ever come to fruition. I mean, if somebody wants to buy stuff from me with Bitcoin, the answer is no. Right. I mean, you can give me chunks of silver. You can give me cash. You can give me a cashier's check. You know, you can give me gift cards because I can redeem all
1: that. I'm not sure I can redeem a Bitcoin I wouldn't even know how to do it but it's something in the future I think it's a little early still I think it's something that's gonna come in the future uh that Digital we're gonna have to, that we're gonna have to deal with Denmark's doing it yeah it's it's gonna it's gonna come um well I mean we already have it though we have
0: credit cards and I can pay on stuff online with a credit card imaginary
1: money is not much of a future it's uh to well some people feel differently and, um, you know, the jury's still out on on, on my side.
0: Well, I, I and that. I understand you're a bank. You have to deal right. with this gonna, kind gonna of thing. Of...
1: It's going to be something that we're faced with that we have to be able to uh, trade and sell. Uh, but again, there's not a lot of regulations on it yet. Banks yeah. like regulations because it keeps us in line. Yeah, and, well yeah. I mean we regulated and we audited and so we have to be a- You know what the rules are so you know how to deal with this stuff. That's who there's um, no but, rules But yet. again,
0: there's so. no rules for it and what's backing it? Right. I mean the United States government for all its flaws is still backing my money. Right. You know, I mean inflation comes up, okay, a dollar is not worth a dollar anymore, but it's still a dollar. Now a bitcoin is some who knows what. And I, I read this article about somebody, you know, they're going to go uh, mine Bitcoins. And they put together like 50 servers to go all over the place and pick up a Bitcoin here and pick up a Bitcoin there. Going, why, why don't you sell DVDs, you know? Or why don't you sell, better yet, VHS tapes. Because I don't understand. It, to me, it's not worth I don't want that. And I there's want there's so many
1: different varieties. Bitcoin is just a brand. There's so they're making up other ones. There's There's different varieties of different types of cryptocurrency. How can you, what kind of salesman, you
0: you, got, you must have to start out in the used car business to go sell somebody nothing for a bunch of money. Right. It's, uh... But you
1: guys need to be on top of it. We've got to be on top of it. And we have to know that in the future, oh, it's going to affect it. us. It's going to be a, a possibly going to be a method of trade. I know it's going to be a method
0: of trade, but again, it's still worth nothing. Right. It's nothing. It's, I mean, look at this FTX guy. I mean, he lost billions of dollars. And how the hell did you lose it? Well, somebody stole it. It's it's like, it's how do you steal the wind? You know, mm-hmm. is that yes. what they put up a sale and they caught all of his Bitcoins and such? And I mean,
1: once they went bankrupt, that was nothing.
0: And, but again, how do you go bankrupt? Why don't you just make up some more invisible crap and talk somebody else into buying <laughs> it? You know? Yeah, it's, um, yeah, you know. All right. Wrapping this up. This is the day before Thanksgiving when we're recording this. And I ask this of everybody. I really do. Not turkey and not cranberry sauce. okay? What needs to be on your table that says Thanksgiving?
1: Um, Mine is yams with pecans and syrup. On top of it, caramelized yams. Yeah, it just goes so well. It's that nice salty turkey, it's nice salty ham, but then that sweet bite of homemade yam. Is it?
0: Is it? Are they still like in yam shaped? Are no, they, they mashed? Creamy, 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 creamy. creamy.
1: <laughs> like... creamy with marshmallows and pepons. yeah, we have that. That's you got to have that salt, sweet, salt, sweet. Oh bite. yeah, it's it's the bottom. Well, and me, I gotta make
0: my mama's cornbread dressing. Because we from up the river, so we never had no ursus. I never had ursus dressing in my Thanksgiving table. My mama's cornbread dressing. But I always make a big, Because oh, you fry your turkey? No, I bake it because I got to have the drippings, because I got to have gravy. Because Friday morning, I get up and get a pan with chunks of turkey and fill it with gravy, and then I make a big pot of grits, and we have turkey grillards and grits. And that's that's a Thanksgiving tradition at the Spud household. (laughs) Anyway, well, thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Thank you, B1 Bank, for
1: coming and doing all the stuff that you do for us, for the community. It's a pleasure. Uh, We so enjoy being involved in the community. That's what makes a difference. You are the community, man. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate you. you. Happy Thanksgiving.
0: Same to you. All right, wrapping it up right after this. Do you know what it means to miss New Orleans? The next time you have to travel, take along a couple of pounds of Parish coffee and you won't be missing New Orleans for long. Brewed right here in the land of coffee lovers, Parish coffee has the taste you're looking for. From dark roast to coffee and chicory to flavored coffees like Bananas Foster or Bourbon Pecan, French Vanilla or King Cake or you name it, Parish coffee has a flavor just right for you. Look for the bright purple bag in the coffee aisle of your favorite market, or order it online, have it sent right to your door. What a perfect gift for any coffee aficionado. Sip the soul of New Orleans in every cup of Parish coffee. Spot here, have you ever heard of someone buying back their wrecked car from the insurance company? Me neither, everyone I know wants the insurance company to total their car so they can get another one. But ABC Title has heard of it. It's called a reconstructed title. And ABC Title can put yours together scary fast. You're going to need the original title, which ABC can get for you if you don't have it, a physical inspection, repair receipts, and proof of insurance. Go to abctitle.com and click on services to find out more. And I promise, no one will judge you for buying back your wrecked car. They may giggle at you a little, but no one will judge you.